Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang, I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories and cross with entitled people. <laughs> if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too, and let's dive straight into today's first story. Now, today's first story comes from Not A Cop Throwaway, who says, Deadbeat brother crashed my Crown Victoria. Gets a night in jail he won't forget. And just in case you're as clueless as myself, <laughs> a Crown Victoria is a car. And I'll stick a picture up if you haven't seen one. It's the first I've heard the name, but I've certainly seen the car before. Anyway, onto the story. I-21 male have an older brother, Dave, fake name, has always been a jerk to me. There's only a one year gap between us, but he liked to beat me up when we were kids and he always acted like anything that was mine was also his. He was also somewhat the golden child, which made me miserable. So no surprise, I moved out at 18. My uncle is now a retired police officer and he took me in after I left home. He also hooked me up with a decommissioned Crown Vic. I absolutely love that car. I don't know why, but Dave hated the fact that I had a car. He drove three beta cars into the ground while my Crown Vic kept chugging along. Well, after his third beater finally died, when he drove it into a pole, he asked to borrow my car. I had a bad feeling and said I wasn't going to do that. He called me entitled and said he needed a car to get to work. I told him to take the bus because I know how he drives and my Crown Vic was off limits. My parents called me after that and told me to just lend him my car. I said I won't no matter what they say. I rely on the car and need it as well since it's my personal transportation. Dave wasn't the only one in the world with a job he needed to get to. My uncle congratulated me for standing up to them and gave me a high five. A few days later when I got off work, the car wasn't where I parked it. I called my brother's cell, but he didn't pick up. Then I called my parents and asked them if he took my car. They denied it, so I said I was going to call the cops and they admitted he borrowed it because he needed it. I told them he better bring it back right now or have the police looking for him. They called me a jerk, then phoned Dave to bring my car back. He showed back up in the parking lot in my car 20 minutes later. I demanded to know how he stole my car and he held up a set of police crown Vic keys he bought online. Some were made universal. I told him if he ever stole my car again, I'd have him arrested. Then he had the audacity to ask for a ride home. I told him he made me wait in the December cold after stealing my car so he could walk. He called me a jackass before I drove away. After that, my uncle installed a tracking device in the car. When Christmas day came, I was celebrating with family like every year. The roads were cold and icy, so I had to be very careful while driving. By now, you're probably clued in on the title. Yeah, Dave borrowed my car again during the Christmas party. Apparently, he decided he was going to go and pick up a friend and figured I wouldn't notice. But I did when I looked out the front window and saw my car was missing. 
I pulled up the tracking app and saw he was a few miles away. Then called his cell to yell at him. Everyone in the party saw this and asked what was going on. I said, Dave stole my car again. And my uncle confirmed it wasn't the first time. Dave told me over the phone to screw off and he'd be back soon. I said he better not have been drinking, but he just hung up on me. While I was watching the tracker app, the dots stopped and didn't move for a while. Soon we got a panic call from Dave asking for help. He'd crashed the car because he couldn't handle the icy roads and he wasn't used to a rear wheel drive vehicle. So we piled in my parents' minivan and followed the tracker. We found Dave by the road and my Crown Vic nose deep in a snowfield ditch. My uncle was furious as it was formerly a car of his department and I was mad as hell at Dave for stealing my car again. My parents wanted me to let it go, but I said enough was enough and was going to call the police. Dave begged me not to because he really had been drinking before he set off and would get a DUI. I said he was going to pay me back for my damn car then or I'd sue him. Well, as luck would have it, police were already aware of the accident and were driving in to check on the scene. Someone else had called them, I guess. My parents tried to say that I was the one driving the car and they were just there to help me. I said that wasn't true and my uncle backed me up. In fact, one of the cops that was there recognized my uncle and they had a chat. Then they went to Dave and asked to see his license, which I then found out was suspended after it crashed his previous car. Then they breath tested him. He wound up in cuffs, slapped in his wrist while my mother was crying and begging the police not to take him away. But the officer just said that she and my dad could get arrested too for lying to the police. That shut my parents up and we got back in the minivan. The Christmas party was ended early and my parents drove me and my uncle home since he rode with me. They didn't say much to either of us the whole drive and just sped away as soon as we're out of their van. They nearly slipped off the road themselves doing that. My brother was led out of jail the next day and he looked so scared that he was practically crying. The cops there had roughed him up a bit while talking about prison and the shit they'd seen go on there. David actually pissed himself during that and they let him take a shower. That's where my uncle started cracking up and revealed to us that his friends in the department never filed the DUI and just the charge for the suspended license, which was about a $600 fine. My uncle said he just wanted to teach Dave a lesson and and this would be the one and only time he'd ever get his help. Dave then apologized to me and said he'd pay to have the Crown Vic fixed and would never touch it again. When it got pulled out of the ditch, the front end damage was actually minor. It needs a new front bumper, a headlight and a grill. The damage was just superficial, thankfully. My parents have pretty much glossed over the whole incident and act like it didn't happen. Dave gave me the extra Crown Vic keys he'd bought online and said this has taught him a lesson he won't soon forget. Damn, whenever we get a story from like entitled people or whatever, it's always next level wild. But the edit says, okay guys, I'm kind of tired of so many griping about how my uncle broke the law by keeping my brother's DUI from ever being filed. I did not consent to that. I did not want him to do it, but by the time I found out it was already done. My uncle isn't a bad person. He was actually a great cop that believed in people getting second chances and he was thanked for that many times. Last year, I saw a random man recognize my uncle and thank him for putting him on the straight and narrow some years ago. My uncle also detests racism, as do I. I won't deny the cover-up of the DUI by the department was wrong, and I have no idea how they did it, but it's already done. I no longer care about that. My brother willingly paid in full for the repairs to my car, and he's keeping out of trouble. 
I know he could have hurt or killed someone. That much is obvious, but he didn't. My parents should have been arrested for lying to the police too, but they weren't. But my father was arrested later anyway because he attacked a man after being called out as a narcissist and now that situation is what is currently going on. What happened with my brother is basically done now. My father trying to cave a man's face in, I'd say it's far more important at the moment than something that happened weeks ago. I've already heard it all in the comments about police corruption, needing to get my car rekeyed or have the locks changed or several other measures. I plan to have the locks changed or rekeyed when I can afford it, but I currently can't afford it. So in the meantime, I'm getting the kill switch and a steering wheel club. Holy moly. And it just sounds like the parents are enabling this behavior all the way through and they've been doing it for years. And, you know, even when the police turned up, they tried to put that on OP and say, you know, you need to take responsibility for this so your brother can get away with not having a license, DUI and stealing a car. And whilst for now, it sounds like his little trip to jail for one evening, you know, sort of made him realize his wrongs. But will that carry on? We shall find out in the future, I guess, if we see another update. But anyway, let me know your thoughts on this one and we'll move on to another story. And let's have another wild one from this sub, shall we? <laughs> from Financial Elephant 5, who says entitled fiance gets caught cheating. Good evening, everybody. I hope we're doing well tonight and that we have our favorite snack. Tonight, I bring you the tale of my now ex-fiance getting caught cheating. Well, I am no longer with him because he cheated on. We will call this bastard Jeff. <laughs> Some background real quick. I've been with Jeff for a while. Him and I have always been side by side. However, I started getting this odd feeling from him. I got a new job where I worked 9am to 5pm shifts. I was home more. I was able to see him and be with him more. I was happier, however. Jeff changed instantly. He started hiding his phone from me. He wouldn't let me look at his phone while he was on it. Even if he wanted to show me something, he would send it instead of showing it to me. We were right by each other. Because of this, I changed my phone password because if I can't have his phone info, he can't have mine. It is a two-way street for me. When he went to look through my phone one day, he realized I changed the password. Jeff flipped out on me and yelled, cussed, slammed things around, accused me of cheating and being with some guy from my new job. I told him I changed my phone password because he changed his and I don't feel comfortable with him being able to have access to my phone whenever he wanted. He got pretty mad at me and stormed off. From this moment on, he began to get obsessive and a little crazy with me. He began trying to control me. He didn't like it when I went out with friends. He didn't like it when I talked to my two guy best friends of six years. He never had a problem with this, I will add, but one night, one of them called me because he just got off of a Navy tour and was away for three to four months. He always calls me, Alice, and our friend Joe to tell us he is okay. Jeff flipped out, demanded I never talk to him and all of my other friends again because they were out to get us. At this point, the idea of him cheating on me was an idea in my head. I was working on moving out because luckily for me, my big brother's roommate moved out and he offered for me to move in and take over his roommate's lease. As I was planning this, Jeff cheating on me was confirmed one night in bed. Jeff pulled up a picture of his coworker and said, look how hot she is. I yawned and said, cool, rolled over to go to sleep. This upset him. He got mad at me for rolling over and going to bed, so he woke me up and started to talk to me about the girl he showed me. He said, I'm trying to show you this girl and you just ignored me. And I was silent. 
Jeff said again, it would be nice if you showed some interest. Again, I was silent. Jeff goes on to say, I just think she is really hot and you can start taking better care of yourself to look like her. You should start doing squats and eating more salads. Oh dear, I've been struggling with multiple eating disorders since high school. I finally gained some needed weight and that was his response. At this moment, it took everything in my power to not hit him. However, I already cut the emotional attachment to him. In that very moment, he was just a roommate. Next night though, he was out with friends. I knew he was with the girl though. My big brother came over and helped me start packing up my stuff to move into his place. A month went by. This continued to go on. Jeff would tell me to make myself prettier, lose weight, do squats, go get a boob job. I ended up having my headphones in all the time to ignore him. I would accidentally fall asleep on the couch at my brother's. I moved my cat to my brother's too, so I wasn't worried about that. One night though, I got a message through Facebook from a girl I haven't spoken to in years. She knows of my relationship with Jeff. She sent me a picture of Jeff and Sarah, the girl he wanted me to look like, walking hand in hand in the city's downtown area. She said he was on a date with a girl and, and she low-key followed them for a bit. They went to dinner, got ice cream, he took her shopping. Everything he didn't like to do with me actually. I told the girl thank you and that she is amazing. When Jeff got home from his date, he sat on the couch next to me and I sent the picture to him. This is how it went. He said, you followed me. I said, no, one of my friends saw you. He replied, this is out of line. And I said, that's odd. He goes on to say, you need to apologize to me right now. I did nothing wrong. You literally followed me downtown and took pictures of me. Are you stalking me? I was dumbfounded. I just stared at him and realized this was the man I had fallen in love with. This was his true nature. This is how he will always be and even if he didn't cheat, he would show himself as this eventually. I did not cry. I just sat there staring at him as he insulted me and caused me a crazy bitch and blamed me. Jeff then started yelling at me to say something. I sat up and said, here is your ring back. You can keep the apartment. I moved in with Kevin, my big brother. I handed him the ring. I handed him the key. I asked him one last thing. Was it worth it, Jeff? All these years down the drain. Jeff looked at me with a straight face and told me if I'd stayed at the hotel job and didn't take the new job, he wouldn't have gotten caught and I should have stayed at the hotel if I really loved him. I left a hotel job back in May and got a job as a lens cutter at an optician's office. I nodded my head and walked out of the apartment and drove to my big brother's. I live with him now. It's been five months now since I left Jeff. I ended up casually dating a man I never thought I would date. And to say the least, he has treated me better in one date than Jeff ever did in four years. Jeff has seen us out at the bars. This has resulted in obsessive and frantic phone calls. He has now been blocked. He won't dare do anything because my boyfriend is six foot nine and drenched in tattoos. I am very happy now. That is the story of how Jeff and I ended. He turned into a crazy, entitled ass. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com.
There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Asshole. What the hell is that kind of attitude about? You know, he gets seen cheating downtown. Someone's taking picture of him, pictures of him. And the first thing is, you're stalking me. You're taking pictures of me. Like it's your fault. Ended up calling you a crazy bitch and just the constant blaming you for it. Then goes on to say, if you had stayed at the hotel job and didn't take the new job, he wouldn't have gotten caught. And you should have stayed at the hotel if you really loved him. What? I don't even know where to go with you, Jeff. Bloody hell. OP deserves better, and it sounds like by the very end of this story, they did get better in the end, and that they're living a life that they deserve. So absolutely positive ending to this one. But Joe7664 says, If I stayed at the hotel, he wouldn't have gotten caught. Should have stayed if I really loved him. And then goes on to say, What kind of fucking mental gymnastics did he do to reach that conclusion? And that he was in the right Sessanessa says he wanted to have some other chick's cake and eat yours too. Screw Jeff. Still, be careful of him. Keep your eyes open and always maintain situational awareness at any time you're out of the house alone. Keep your phone fully charged at all times in case you need to call for help. He could just be flipping out because he lost, but your description of his behavior paints him as an abuser or a potential abuser. In my mind, from trying to isolate you from your friends to stalking and harassing you after you dumped his ass. Just be careful and enjoy your new life and love. All the best, OP. White Wolf Dreamer says Jeff can go and step on a thousand Lego bricks. Youch. Even if he wasn't cheating, he's a dick waffle. Hey, let's leave the waffles out of this for even suggesting that OP should change your appearance just to please him, let alone trying to make it seem like, like her fault he got caught. And one more from PanPan90 who says, Oh, Jeff, quit lying about being pissed. If you didn't want to get caught, you would have taken your side piece to another town, several towns over. If you really liked OP, you wouldn't have cheated either, Jeff. Glad you left that loser, OP. You deserve better than Jeff. And now Jeff knows, you know, you deserve better too. Now, I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this one? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below. And we'll move on to another story. And this story is from Yam Throwaway, titled, My Entitled Nephews Stole From Me One Time Too Many. This time I got them arrested, and now my sister and brother-in-law have to deal with the fallout. And I really don't care anymore. (laughs) In a prior post in a different subreddit, I asked if I was the bad guy for wanting to call the police on my nephews for stealing from me. And the overwhelming support I got made me realize that standing my ground was the best thing for me to do. About midway last week, when I came home from work, I noticed my shed door was open and the padlock that I used to keep it shut was broken and I had a lot of bags full of soda cans in there. I and my friends tend to drink a lot of soda, so I built up a lot of cans over the course of about a year and I was going to cash them in at a bottle drop soon because I like big payouts. It's 10 cents a can where I live after all. But there was more than just my bags of cans missing from the shed too. 
They took my gardening shears, a steel rake, two shovels, one of them being one of those folding camping ones, a full two gallon gas can, a cheap power drill I got for about $5 used, an electrical head trimmer, and a small electric chainsaw that was also used, and a machete. They didn't touch the lawnmower, weed whacker, extension cords, or the old radio I had in there. No idea why they took what they did, but I guess they figured they could resell them or something. I checked with the camera footage and there was my three nephews ages 16, 15, and 14 breaking into my shed with one of their dad's large claw hammers. I recognized the hammer because it's bright yellow and black and their dad has a bunch of them. It only took them a few hits to smash that cheap block. After they first broke into my shed, they took what they could by hand and then they came back with some shopping carts that I guess they also stole. But it took them a few trips to get all of the cans and they didn't bother to even try and close the door when they were done. My sister and brother-in-law first denied their kids stole anything from me, so I went to their house and showed them the security footage from my cameras. I'd not told them I'd had cameras installed and the reason I had the cameras put in was because of prior thefts by my nephews. It started with food and snacks and then moved on to DVDs and video games, then pretty much anything they thought they could smuggle out after that. And anytime I made them return stuff they'd stole from me, I was treated like the bad guy and got the fakest apologies I've ever heard and they never got in much trouble from their parents either. The final straw happened last year when my nephews broke into my house and stole three six packs of my favorite blood orange beer from my fridge. Ooh, that sounds good. They used my hidden spare key to get in and also took a huge dump in one of my bathrooms and not only didn't flush, but also peed all over the floor. And I'm pretty sure it was intentional. The beer they stole was hidden in one of their bedrooms when I confronted my sister and brother-in-law about my nephew stealing it and I was basically given the equivalent to boys will be boys when I wanted them punished. So I had the cameras put in and told no one, which was a smart move. When my sister and brother-in-law saw the camera footage of my nephew stealing from me, they seemed furious, but they were actually madder that their boy skipped school to steal from me. They'd spent all day making repeated trips to the bottle drop and cashing the cans by machine. The bottle drop also pays by machine, so they just kept bringing the cans in till they cashed them all and then they bought video games and junk food with the money. Said money actually amounted to nearly $200. With that and the destroyed padlock, I told my sister and brother-in-law that they now owed me $200. My sister and brother-in-law went from being angry at their kids to making excuses for them, and then being angry at me for wanting that money back when I know they have three kids and a mortgage. I said it was either that or I go to the police and press charges. They told me to get out and I said they have two days to decide how to pay me back before I go to the cops. I got back everything else my nephew stole, machete and gas can included, though they'd already used the gas for something. But over the next couple of days, my sister and brother-in-law were blowing up my phone with a ton of messages, both verbal and text. At first, they were calling me heartless because it was right after the holidays and they have three kids and a mortgage. Then they started gaslighting me, then even threatening me and all of this would go in a repeating cycle. My nephews chimed in from another cell phone and were sending me lots of messages of their own, which were more fake apologies and gaslighting. My eldest nephew even sent me a picture of himself holding a soda can and giving me the middle finger. So I guess they weren't taking my threats of going to the police seriously because family. When I last spoke with my sister and brother-in-law, they refused to negotiate any sort of method of repayment for what my nephews did. Even when I suggested they just sell the video games that were purchased with the money from the cans. Then they had the audacity to say I'd actually tempted my nephews by having the cans in my shed to begin with. 
Oh yes, I'm the devil snake that tempted my nephews with a shed full of cans that just screamed, money, 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 Mr. Krabs, classic. So that was it. I went to the police station that morning and filed the police report. Gave them a copy of the video footage of my nephew stealing from my shed. I gave them the broken lock they smashed, showed them all the texts, which were screenshotted and, and also given as evidence. Hell, I gave them a copy of the photo my eldest nephew sent me of him flipping me off. I did tell the police that I found it worrisome that my nephews had taken the machete, but they classified it as a tool, especially since they took a lot of other actual tools. So fair enough on that, I suppose. But my nephews were indeed arrested on Saturday. Police came to their house and my sister and brother-in-law were forced to let them in because they had a warrant. Apparently, all three of my nephews went from being cocky little shits to crying like babies when they were being put in cuffs. I know this because a neighbor I'm acquainted with that sort of friends with my sister was there to see it. And shortly after the arrest, my sister-in-law and brother-in-law were blowing up my phone again. They weren't able to get their kids out of jail till Monday morning. And now the boys are being charged with larceny, willful destruction of property and vandalism and harassment. The police took this whole case pretty seriously as there has been complaints about my nephews for some time, but nothing was proven until now. The past few months, bags of cans have actually been going missing all over the area. Don't know if it's my nephews or not, but they are likely suspects. And with word spreading of their arrest, let's hope of other neighbors with security cameras come forward with more footage. My sister and brother-in-law showed up at my house too. I refused to open the door and told them that this all happened because they are enablers who refused to hold their kids accountable for their actions. That made them just scream and pound on my door more till I threatened to call the police on them too. And since I've done it already, they know I mean it now. So they've left without any more trouble. But they went back to blowing up my phone. I didn't block my sister or brother-in-law. Instead, I decided to just save all of the messages they send me because I've made the decision to take them to small claims court over this. I don't really need or want the money and I've already replaced the destroyed padlock with a much better one. However, the kids aren't the only ones who need to be taught a lesson. In the end, I hope I put them through enough of a hole that they learn not to screw with me ever again. I also have the full support of my family on this. My parents, aunts, uncles, cousins, etc. They're all supporting me in this because of my nephews have stolen from them too. And after banning my nephew from my house, some of them did the same. I'm going to push for my nephews to get community service. And the reason why isn't just because it's a good idea, but also because I know they hate that the most. Whenever made to do any kind of work they don't want to do, they just stand around griping and act like the whole world is against them. So hardly anything ever gets done. Perhaps a few hundred hours of unpaid work will teach them some manners. They've been spoiled far too much. I was just shocked at the 10 cents a can thing. I wish they had that here. Maybe they have got it here. I should really look that up. But yes, I think they totally got what they deserved in this. And I think, like you said, community service will be the best way forward. And you know me. I love me some neighbor drama. I wish I was that neighbor when they were getting arrested just so I could be peeping out that curtain. I'm a nosy bastard like that. You know that. <laughs> now, what do you guys make of today's collection of stories? I thought we'd cover some of the entitled side of relationships here. Let me know your thoughts in the comments below. Now, a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved in today's stories. Your love, time, and support always means the absolute world. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. 
Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. To me, and I just want you to know that. Thank you so much, and I hope to see you in the next one. Take care, guys. Much love. <laughs>